Be financially smart. It's not how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Brought to you by FNB. How can we help you? Hashtag be financially smart. Well, it's our standing appointment as we talk about uh, creating wealth and achieving our financial goals. And we've looked at different pillars over the past couple of weeks since we've started chatting to uh, Eunice Sibia, the head of FNB's Consumer Education Program. And this time around, we're in an interesting cycle, which is all about insurance, long-term insurance, short-term insurance. Why do we need it? Last week, we were looking at the fact that Many of us consider insurance as a grudge purchase. And I think by the end of it, of course, Eunice had put forward a great case um, because we do need it. It's that in-case situation. So uh, long-term insurance and short-term insurance is what we'll be breaking uh, down this afternoon. So we have Eunice on the line to us as she enjoys time away <laughs> from the studio. Hello, Eunice. Good afternoon, Azania. Good afternoon to the listeners. Loving the long weekend? Yes, I'm having fun. I hope you guys are good at work. Within budget, I hope. Yes, of course, always. <laughs> because this is one of those, you know, those occasions where we spend money we don't have or like we want to be a part of all the fabulosity that happens on weekends like this. And yeah. uh, we just forget about our plans. Come Wednesday, all the debutors are bouncing. Yes, they're gonna, it's a month end. <laughs> That's a true. Problem. That's true. Okay. So yeah, here we are yeah. talking about um, long-term and short-term insurance. So we're discussing the importance of long-term insurance and why things like medical aid and life insurance um, as types of uh, insurance is a necessity and that it shouldn't be a grudge purchase. I know, I know. And, and well, in, in most people's uh, minds, it always is that, you know, that purchase that it's so painful every month when you have to, to make these payments. Mm. And, you know, it's so timely, Azania. This is a long weekend, a nice, very long weekend um, that most of us have taken. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. We've heard of accidents. We've heard of people getting injured. Um, we've heard of people losing their lives and, and people those cars were damaged and some homes were burglared into like we were discussing last week. Mm. So so it, it reminds us all the time that, you know, we really need to, to ensure ourselves that, that what is important is how much insurance do I need as an individual or for my household if I have a family. So again, today we want to talk about, you know, two important types of long-term insurance. Remember we introduced this last week. Yes. So we want to look at medical cover to maintain and protect your lifestyle. And we're going to look at life cover as a way to invest um, uh, you know, for, for your beneficiaries. So we really need to look at the right level uh, of cover, you know, that, that might cause us um, to have anxiety if we don't have enough cover. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we always are petrified. And, you yes. know, whenever you travel, your heart is at home. You know what's happening at home because maybe you feel that I might not have the right uh, level of cover or amount of cover. After all, making sure that your beneficiaries are properly covered uh, can be stressful. But if we have all our ducks in a row and we have everything adequately uh, taken care of, I think we can sleep peacefully. Yes. No, the image that it conjured in my mind was you refusing to leave or to have a life or to leave your home because you are your own security guard because you don't have a cover (laughs) or that peace of mind, knowing that if something does happen, you know. So let's start with medical aid, though. And I suspect that there might not be too much of a burden on you as to why medical aid is so important, proving that case of why it's so important. So in the effort of looking after our lives, Jay, in general, mm. you know, we are also supposed to take care of our health, right? Mm. Um, we need to be healthy to, you know, to enjoy life. We need to be healthy to go to work and, and everything else. So many of us don't pay attention to health until something goes wrong. 
Mm. Um, and I heard earlier on, uh, you guys were talking about cancer and yes. the policies and everything. Mm. It's one of those things that, uh, for the most of uh, of, of us, when when cancer is, is is diagnosed, you'd find that it has travelled. It had been there for quite a while, and unfortunately, it wasn't diagnosed early. Mm. So it's, it's those scenarios that we, we you know we want to to plan ahead for. So treatment of illnesses can be quite expensive. We know that, especially when we have a growing family, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with a, a variety of medical needs, so medical aid cover helps you to protect your family from emergency and medical issues that can you know arise at any time. Mm-hmm. Before you simply put uh, buy medical aid, though, you need to assess the cost of you and your family's uh, uh, medical aid needs. And and how do we do that? We do that by taking stock. Look at uh, your medical expenses for the year, mm-hmm. maybe 2017, mm-hmm. right? Then compare this to all the benefits that are, you know, that are available to you through the medical aid that you currently hold. Yes. Um, and and maybe for people like this, I always think of entrepreneurs and business people in this case because we, we as, as employees, yes, we, we have a medical aid, uh, <laughs> most of us. But for people that, like Azania and, and people in your industry, mm. most of you are not permanently employed. Yeah, you're freelancers mm. and, and many other fancy names, and you need to take care of these things by yourself. Yeah. So, so when you're buying medical aid or you're shopping around for medical aid or you're reviewing the medical aid cover that you have, these are the things that you need to, to look at. How much medical aid did you need uh, last year? Medical attention, I want to say. How mm. much did you spend? So that gives you a, a ballpark figure to say, where do you stand health-wise? Do you need to top up or are you okay? And and maybe if we, we can maybe make make an example with two scenarios. For example, if someone is a single younger person out there yes. uh, who rarely visits the doctor and they don't necessarily need a full comprehensive medical aid cover, mm-hmm. right? In many cases, maybe a basic hospital plan will do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But which these are just generalization. Mm-hmm. Every person needs to to you know look at at their own uh, scenarios because yes. there are young people that have dreaded diseases. So we, we can't say don't take on medical aid, just go for for hospital. Yeah. So this is just a general scenario. But the, the other scenario is a bigger family with older parents maybe and, and three, four grown children or small children. Mm-hmm. What would be uh, the need here? Maybe you'd need a full comprehensive, uh, comprehensive medical aid cover that pays for doctor's visits, over-the-counter medication and stuff like that and hospitalization. Mm-hmm. So you need to look at your own situation, determine what you need, how often do you guys fall ill, you know, look at past history and look at the ages of your children, maybe if you have older parents covered, stuff like that. And you as, a, as an individual, uh, you know, how much medical, medical attention do you need or have you been needing so so th- this cover is more comprehensive um if you take comprehensive cover because it can also save you thousands of money um instead of p- buying medication over the counter absolutely you know, using cash if you have comprehensive then it's all covered but you know you every family like like it is the case with almost every decision that we need to make particularly in, in terms of finances look at your own situation mm-hmm. and shop around for what is relevant to you that covers your needs and then buy it quickly. Absolutely. Again, I think it's also unsure, important that we be yes. honest with our lifestyles. Yeah, boy. Because if so you have... True. Yes. Uh, uh, and not get, not just about the family, but be honest that this is how you live and we know yeah. there are consequences for some of our choices. And if the worst had to happen, what kind of position would you be in? You are so spot on. Um, and, and lifestyle can be anything. We are all adults. We know what that means. We yeah. allow it a lot. We drink a lot. For some of us, we drive at night and you could be sober. And mm-hmm. some busy person will just fall on top of, you know, just, mm-hmm. just knock you out of the road and stuff like that. So, so it's those uh, situations that we need 
to, to really, as I know you're so right, be honest. Even with illnesses, if you know what a, you have a history of high high blood pressure, ekaya, check it out as yeah. early as possible. And when you take out medical cover, tell them that you have a history of diabetes, ekaya. Mm-hmm. So that when, when, when you then are detected with it later on, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we, 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 we kind of knew it's there. Because at times we, we, we are dishonest uh, with, with, with um, health status mm-hmm. so that we, we are, are given a lesser expensive medical cover. Two months later, three years later, you now start uh, going to, to uh, for consultation for a certain uh, medical condition, only to find out no, it isn't the genes you mm-hmm. knew and you didn't disclose. Right. So, so those those are things that actually come back uh, to bite us unnecessarily. Yes. So let's move on to life cover because that was you know like I said that was a strong case and we not everybody can afford it. We know it can be in the thousands. It can be very expensive. And yeah. I know that I think we're about what twenty eight percent of South Africans are on medical. So many of us rely on uh, the public health system and uh, that means that it's got to be more improved. The level of service that uh, we get out of the public health service is one that we must watch constantly. But if we talk about life cover, what are some of the factors we need to consider here? I'll start off by saying, you know, there are some people out there who are so fortunate that Mm -hmm. may not need life cover (laughs) at all, you know. Of course, I'm talking about the likes of Bill Gates Mm -hmm. and Elon Musk and they like you know mm-hmm. they don't have enough in their bank accounts to take care of anything you yes. know but oh well that's not the case with the most of us you and i are not you in know? that boat yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> no we're not in that bracket <laughs> hence we need to make sure that we are we are covered mm. however if, if you and i um and our families rely on our monthly income to pay maybe for the bond and the rent and the cars and schooling and groceries and just all the living living expenses, then we definitely need to to consider life cover. Why mm-hmm. do we stay in that? Think about life cover, life cover as the opportunity to provide to provide for your family after you are no longer around. Mm-hmm. The other day I said no longer available. I was talking to somebody. I said after you no longer <laughs> you are no available, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't I didn't get it that you know I said available. Mm-hmm. Yes, but if, in case you're no longer you know around, in case I am no longer around, I am dead. What will happen to my family? Yes. So that's what life cover provides. Yeah, because life is full of uncertainties and nobody plans to die or leave their loved ones with a financial burden. So what must we do then to understand our individual or family unit's needs in terms of, of life cover? So so for us to, to just determine whether, you know, we have enough cover, there are different categories that I'd like to put forth for us to look into. And it just makes easy, um, the decision-making process easier, you mm-hmm. know, if you compactalize things. Number one, let's look at regular life insurance. You know, th- this is your, your normal life insurance that will pay up a lump sum, mm-hmm. um, you know, in case of my death. And my beneficiaries will receive the lump sum according to the um, breakdown, what do you call it, the nominations that I've put down. And it can be anything from 50,000 rand up to millions. There are people that take a life cover for 5 million rand. And you ask, why 5 million rand? They mm-hmm. cannot quantify that, but they just want 5 million rand. <laughs> and there's, there's a formula uh, for us to, to use. Uh, your financial planner can help you with that to, to determine how much is enough. For your family, yes. you know, just don't just take out uh, a, a, an amount and, and it's not quantifiable. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, remember that your premiums will also be in line with the amount of cover that you've taken. But look at your family's needs uh, uh, so that you determine how much you need. Then number two, we have what we call critical illness cover. 
Mm-hmm. And this one helps the family deal with uh, financial consequences of being diagnosed with a dreaded disease like cancer, you know, like we said earlier on. Yeah. So, so while you're receiving treatment, we know that, you know, at times people can be ill for a very long time and maybe you're no longer employed. You know, so this, you know, critical illness cover will, obviously will be linked to your life cover and will pay out money to help you maintain your lifestyle and even cover some of your medical expenses um, if your medical aid is not, is not enough. You know, so, so these are the benefits. And again, it's knowing yourself, knowing your health history, um, what, what diseases and illnesses maybe you are prone to, to get, you know, uh, depending on your, your family uh, line mm-hmm. or family history. Mm-hmm. Number three, disability cover. So, so if you were involved in an accident, right, and your car is damaged, the car can be fixed or the car can be replaced. But if I didn't die, but I'm injured, injured to a point of disability, how, what cover do I have? Yes. Right? And, and, and that's where disability cover could come in. So, so it, it, it helps me, you know, uh, it provides me the ability to, to earn a monthly income, um, you know, and, and the, the, the burden, financial burden is therefore uh, substantially reduced. Yes, but so I also think in, yes. for, for that particular one, you have to be very clear and careful about what is covered and what is not, you know, because mm-hmm. I can't claim uh, necessarily disability because I've broken a leg or rather that I don't have the use of my legs. I still have the use of my voice so I can yeah. still work. So it's important to be very clear on uh, what kind of disability you'll be covered and, for in relation to what you do. You would emphasize that because of, of the industry that you're in. Right. And it, 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 yes, it, it is so imperative for people like yourself that you earn an income, or, you know, using your voice. People that sing, people that are models, mm. there are people mm. that have hand, that have their hands insured, yes. insured. Mm. They have their legs insured or whatever else that you earn money from, you know, you, you'd need to have that insured. So to your point. Be specific mm-hmm. of what is it that you do, the line of job that you do, and what cover you need, and all of that should be um, correctly uh, articulated in your papers. Yeah, there can and be a very expensive yeah. piece of cover. This of how you structure <laughs> this life cover thing. This one, yes, yeah. <laughs> be quite expensive. Yeah. Can put up your rates, but yes, that's a conversation for another day. The disability one can can push up the the, the, the premium, but if this is the, 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 those limbs that that you're covering, mm-hmm. these are your source of income. Maybe it's worth a while. Absolutely. But for the general folk out there um, that we, we we are able to do any, so if if my legs are, are, um, are disabled, but my hands are still functional, I can still work. I can mm-hmm. still go to work, maybe in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. You know, so so it's that kind of decision that we need to make. Yes. And the last uh, um, example that I wanted to put forward is funeral cover. So most life uh, insurance policies will automatically include a funeral cover mm-hmm. when you take out the policy. I said most, not all of them. Mm-hmm. So we need to, to, to be sure if your life cover policy does automatically include a funeral cover or not. Um, it is important that you check this. Ideally, um, you need to have one funeral policy you know, with sufficient cover for your family's uh, funeral needs. What is currently happening, as in, and, and it, it pains me, people have four, five, six, seven uh, funeral covers because you know this is all in the effort of trying to collect enough money yes. you know for the uh, for the funeral needs funeral costs mm-hmm. but you you are in a position to actually have one funeral cover that pays out maybe 40,000 rand 50 60 i think the highest is now 70,000 rand mm-hmm. instead of ha- running the risk of having multiple covers um some of them are duplicated and they'll be 
uh, a thing that horror, no, we can't pay twice for the same person. Mm. Some have a threshold, and, and most uh, listeners don't know about this. So please pull out those envelopes, look at the T's and C's, and make sure that you are on the right. Uh, the T's and C's will ensure, you know, make sure that you know, uh, you don't, you're not served a blow uh, come claim time. Yeah. So please look at those. But taking cover whilst you are young is very important because we know that the younger generation feel that uh, I'm 25, please, I don't need a, a funeral cover, <laughs> let alone a life cover or whatever. Life happens at mm-hmm. any point of your life and we don't know what might happen at what point and how drastic it could be, you know, so it's better to be to be covered, better to be safe than, than sorry. So getting the right life insurance may be complicated, we know, especially when you have many beneficiaries. Yeah. However, it is important to, to seek that support. Speak to your financial advisor that can help you make sure that you get the right cover uh, mm. in place to, that is suitable and, and in line with your specific needs. Yes. No. And uh, from time to time to revise, to go back, to see that you're adequately covered. Thank yes. you so, so much, Eunice. Yes. Um, but uh, we have a winner for this week. But before we get there, let's ask this week's competition question, because every single week out of the discussions that we have, we give our listeners a chance to win 5,000 rand in cash. And to enter the competition, you must be 18 years or older, a South African citizen, uh, but you don't need to be an FNB client. And to qualify, you need to tune in every week and answer the question correctly. And that's how we award the 5,000 rand through a draw of those that have answered correctly. All you have to do is dial star 120 star 387 hash and follow the prompts. And then we'll get in touch with you and announce the winner on the show in the first week of every month, which is where we find ourselves today. So what is this week's question, Eunice? The question goes, life cover is only required when you are ready to retire. Is this true or is it false? Life cover is only required when you are ready to retire. Right. So easy. So, so easy. But to stand a chance to win, because you just said it now, it's still in recent memory. Uh, to stand mm-hmm. a chance to win 5,000 Rand, just answer that question directly by, uh, correctly rather, by dialing star 120 star 387 hash and follow the prompts. And you need to enter every week in order for you to qualify. So, uh, with that, we say congratulations. Tinsualo, Tinsualo Nene from Pratia Glen. Well done. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you so You've won yourself 5,000 Rand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That's you've been vigilant, you've been consistent, mm-hmm. you've been disciplined. You deserve yes, it. I have been. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, congratulations. Oh, thank, you, Alba. thank you, FNB. Thank you so much. Oh, um, May I ask what you're going to be doing with the money? <laughs> hey, debt, school fees. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always good. Service debt. Yeah, just yeah. push it away. It'll give you some relief. Yeah, yes, exactly. It we can all do with the windfall here and there. Yeah, yeah. Tinsolo, well done. So uh, we'll be getting her money to her. But if you want to chat directly to the Be Financially Smart team, you can also email them at bfs at bfseducation.co.za, especially if you need some kind of uh, specific advice. You can also share your journey, not just here on the show through the conversations that we have, but you can also share your, your your journey with them via that email. So Eunice, thank you for this week. What's next? Oh, next week we're going to be talking about um, household and car insurance, which are also a bit painful yeah. and, and we just need to master uh, how we come about those. But yeah, we really need to get the neck, you know, the, the neck of, of, of managing risk and the costs that come with it and, um, and make sure that we choose the right type of insurance. Yep, and we do that through insurance. Thank you, Eunice. 
Thank you, guys. Goodbye. That is Eunice Sibia, the head of FNB's Consumer Education Program. Be financially smart. It's not how much money you make. It's what you do with it. Brought to you by FNB. How can we help you? Hashtag be financially smart.